0: And welcome back to Epic Facts. I'm Kaveen. And as most of the time, we're joined by Will. Hello. And Gray. Hello. And our special guest today is Effie.
1: Hi.
0: Welcome. <laughs> Thank
2: okay, you. let's just get into it. Uh we're talking about We Sports. <laughs> we specifically We Sports Resort with the like the basketball mm-hmm. um, three point contest. Yeah, man. That was some fun. And then F was talking about wasn't it like just dance with your brother like smacking people with the remote?
1: <laughs> yep, I remember. It was like I feel like it was like a Russian dance for some reason. I just remember oh, just was
2: it my Moscow, yeah. Moscow. <laughs> rah,
1: rah. Oh, no. You know what it was? It was it was uh the Istanbul song. And I believe they had like really furry costumes in the in the video for some reason. Istanbul song? What is that? Yeah, like
0: is, is it the moscow moscow uh,
1: constantinople uh, song with the you know i have no idea what they're actually saying i just know they say Istanbul and Constantinople over and over again you guys were, don't know there,
3: were there zebras and mouses and like yes parents? okay
1: yes
0: yeah. great has found it
3: <laughs> it's called Istanbul by they might be giants
1: you've never heard the song you guys no
3: That's I, let me listen to it what year of
0: just dance 2016.
3: Okay. The song was released <laughs> in 1990.
2: Oh yeah, I have heard the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you've definitely heard the song. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, now I've got to
4: listen to it. Oh,
1: I've I hear someone else. Of, I've heard
0: of. Sorry,
3: that was probably me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this song. Really? No. Hmm.
2: i understand why your brother's going crazy this song is this song is a bop
1: i know smacking
2: people too I...
1: yeah except it's not good when he's like the younger one and then all of a sudden yes, he, I've your dad walks song. in and then you're like have to explain the fact that you accidentally slapped your brother in the face with a piece of plastic you know not the easiest thing to do
3: yeah it's I've not just a piece of plastic idea. have you ever seen the videos where uh it was like the dad was playing the connect game and the baby walks up behind him and he just like moves his arm back and slaps oh, the, I think I... The, little, the toddler in the face. I probably have seen that, I don't particularly remember it.
0: Gaming mishaps.
3: Yes, <laughs> too many times I catch myself watching compilations of those. And <laughs>
0: no. it, it, Gray, Gray, you're a compilation guy, right? <laughs> Yeah, lots of those.
4: <laughs>
3: Every Sunday, unusual memes. That's that's where it's at.
2: Yeah, I've I've had a few times where I just like binged watched just a ton of stupid stuff for like five hours to like three a.m. and oh, I'm boy. like so upset with myself afterwards that like, <laughs> I'm like never again. And then three weeks later, I do the same thing. Nice. It's really bad now that. You know, I don't have any reasons to get up early in the morning. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when, especially in high school, I'm getting up at, like, 5 a.m. I can't I can't do the 3 a.m., you know, uh, binge-watching. <laughs> so, since since then, I only have, like, one class have to be up at, you know, 9.34. Other than that, every other day of the week, I just have – I can get up at, like, 10 and be fine.
0: Yeah, so it's, my whatever. earliest class is at um... – 10 a.m eastern which is 9 a.m central what about you guys great effie
1: Um, my earliest i only have it two days a week is a 10 a.m but after both i can like sleep because thursdays i have nothing else i just go back to sleep same with today like after my 10 (laughs) a.m good (laughs) night it's too early for me to stay up
3: yeah my earliest was on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, which was eight thirty. But hold on, there's more. <laughs> there's more to that It was it was one where I didn't necessarily have to go in person the day I was assigned because he would always just record the lectures, so I never did. But regardless of which day, I wake up at five thirty, because <laughs> that's just easier for me to wake, go to breakfast, and then I just either do homework for like the upcoming day right i feel like if it. i wake
2: up early i am like super productive and like my day is just See, so efficient
3: okay, but here's the thing yeah, there I are days where, there are days like that where i felt really good about myself but then other days i'll come back from the dining hall and breakfast and i'll immediately go back into my room and just like pass out until <laughs> my first class
2: that's what i was gonna get to like yeah. some days in high school i'd come home after school And and I like get a wave of just like tiredness, and I fall asleep on my oh yeah, like like two to three minutes.
0: I had that very frequently, Mm -hmm. and um, actually, just recently, um, this Monday was my first day of school back at home. Um, and usually with like first days that are school related, I usually get really tired and I take a nap. So that's. That's what I did. <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah. But yeah, about about like waking up that early, like I think my dining hall wasn't even open at, until like relatively reasonable, maybe like eight o'clock. So I wouldn't even be able to do that, like at five thirty.
3: Yeah, weekdays it was. It opened up at six forty-five for breakfast. Jeez. That's <laughs> solid. Yeah.
1: Every time I hear an early time, I think I die a little bit inside. <laughs> usually, I'm still awake from the night before.
3: Like- See, that's the thing. Compared to my roommates, I'm going to bed like 1030. I'm on like, the latest I ever stayed up was almost one. But that was because I was trying to get a PS5. So the other <laughs> nights, it's just like midnight is the cap. But usually, it's two hours before that.
1: So are you asleep a lot earlier than your roommates?
3: Yeah, I usually was. <laughs> Can you
1: least,
3: like sleep? Oh if like an earthquake happened, I would sleep through it. <laughs> I, <laughs> nothing really wakes me up. Even now back at home because my bed is in the basement, but also the treadmill is. My dad will come back come down at like 6 35 <laughs> and do either running or walking, and I just sleep through it. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. That's a good skill.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm actually super jealous. Like, I it's been so hard for me to sleep with like a roommate, just because I'm a really light sleeper. And sometimes I would try to go to bed earlier, and even if she just like opened the door, or like moved, it would (laughs) wake. Like, I think I might have to buy, like, noise-canceling headphones for second semester uh, because yeah. I'm not sleeping. Like, I think I, I take, like, mini naps all throughout the night, like, 30, 45 minutes. It's awful. Like, I can't yeah. function like this.
2: <laughs> like, I, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty hard sleeper. I feel like I have a, train tracks just, like, semi-near my house <laughs> that, <to>, like, <laughs> blare at me yeah. like, through the night. So I, I can sleep through that. So I'm, I feel like I'm pretty fine, but. I don't know I think, how, how you know, proximity would really affect that with another person.
0: Yeah, that does remind me because, like, last night, and this is, like, very rare that it happens, but, like, I woke up at, like, 3 a.m., and it, it took me an hour to fall back to sleep, so that was rough.
1: Yeah, that's the worst.
3: Yeah, I think the last day that it was at the dorms, for some reason, I just woke up at 4 and that's like I, I couldn't fall back mm-hmm. asleep. It was just like <laughs> I had to start my day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a it's like a I don't know like a what's that thing called Jack in the Box and you're just doing it and then anytime it pops up you just got to yeah. start your day <laughs> and uh, it's just unpredictable. Yeah, the like
2: worst yeah. where like you get enough sleep where you can't fall back asleep, but like mm-hmm. it's like just a tad too early. Yeah. Oh my God, that sucks. Um. In other news, the House, I mm. think, voted on decriminalizing, uh, weed. I just saw and that, it yeah. passed, but now it has to go to the Senate. And yes, I don't this exactly... is how this is
0: how our government works. Yeah. They, uh, the bills start in the Senate sometimes, um, and then they get passed, and then they go to the other house. So. To our listeners who come to our podcast for um, lessons on the U.S. government, you're welcome. That requirement has been satisfied. Uh, Continue. So
2: it got passed in the House, and I'm pretty sure it now has to go to the Senate, right? I'm yes. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I don't know how the Georgia Senate like, election runoffs are going to affect it, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they can vote on this yet until that sort of election is over or not. And I don't know who holds the majority right now. I think it's the Republicans. Yes. Okay. So this is definitely interesting, especially considering I think most Americans are for decriminalizing weed.
0: Yeah. Also, um, one thing, another thing I saw, which I, for a moment, I thought you were going to bring up, but it's also another house thing is that they're, they, um, They put a ban on private ownership of like lions and cats, large cats, in response to the uh, Tiger um, King. Yeah, Tiger King thing. So that's a development.
2: That's pretty epic. (laughs) Animal rights.
0: Yes, animal rights. Effie, as you know um our show is called epic facts so we oh here we um, go. we rarely have epic facts but <laughs> on, on this episode we do gray has one prepared i have one prepared will just said one so oh, if you want fact. while while we're talking you can find one if you don't I, already epic have one fact. prepared Kavien, all right you
3: can go first mine's pretty lengthy all
0: right i'll go first um so i think a couple of weeks ago i used the phrase christmas came early and oh, yeah. then i was like well what does that really mean like obviously the holiday didn't come early because it didn't shift so i was like all right where does that come from so i'm citing idioms.languagesystems.edu which um Sounds credible, but now that I'm on the website, it doesn't look that credible, but I'll read it anyway. Um, it says The expression Christmas came early originated in northern New Mexico. In this case, Christmas refers to the unique combination of both red and red chili and green chili on your breakfast burrito. The fiery blend has a unique chemical reaction that results in premature bowel movements that are tainted with the fire of the chili thus when one has an excretion after consuming a christmas breakfast burrito christmas is said to have come early and that is my epic fact
2: is that is that accurate
0: i i think so and you know what i think it's it would be fine if it was
2: can you link your source in the chat that's
4: one thing i looking it <laughs> 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 okay. All right, great. You can go now. <laughs> All right.
3: Mine's like an illustration. It's titled A Squash and a Squeeze. <laughs> Most animals can fit through a hole as long as it's bigger than their head, but some animals are even squishier than that. For example, a rat, which is 40 centimeters long, can fit through a hole the size of a large coin with a diameter of 2.8 centimeters. And the biggest animal that can fit through a small hole is the Pacific octopus with a 4-meter wingspan that can fit through a hole 6.5 centimeters in diameter.
0: Wow. And I'm assuming there's some experiment to back this up, (laughs) which is (laughs) a... A contrast to the display of animal rights that we talked about before. (laughs) Yeah. All right, cool. That's very fascinating.
1: I feel like I wish I knew what it was, but I feel like I did just watch a video of an animal that should not have fit through a hole, fit through a hole. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not very specific, but I feel like that is evidence that is in my memories that I can't pull right now. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I definitely... octopi.
2: Any any squid-like creature, I just don't like. I don't trust. <laughs> they are creepy. They can fit. Like, they could probably fit under my doorway, and I don't like that yeah. fact. They can. They can probably fit to the, you know. Have you the been cracks in
3: tra- my window screen? Have you been traumatized by the stories? How, like in aquariums or like big, uh, zoos, they find that the octopuses sometimes. Like, break out of their <gasps> containments. And they like do it specifically at nights because they've figured out that there are like shifts to when they mm. can get out and not be not be seen.
2: Aren't they like sometimes like found on the floor, like they like drowned in the air? <laughs> drowned? <laughs> like, yeah! like, they, like they like suffocate because they can't breathe.
0: I think that this situation is a mix between the Madagascar movies and the night at the museum. <laughs>
2: I prefer not at the museum.
4: Well, of
0: course, guys. both both uh, um, what do you call them? <laughs> franchises? They're both solid. Yeah,
2: yeah, but not at the museum. Got a got a Tyrannosaurus uh, skeleton. Uh, <laughs> Madagascar does not have that. Also, yeah. Madagascar animated. Ben Stiller. <laughs> I don't think Madagascar has that.
0: No, he does. He's um Alex the Lion. Really? Yeah.
2: God damn it.
0: As, as soon as you said like that, him. I was like, wait, Ben Stiller is in Madagascar.
2: I was, I was hedging my bets. I'm like, there's no way he's in the movie. But then it came out like around the same time. So I'm not, I'm not surprised Ben Stiller was a huge person at that time. Okay. 2005. That's actually a
0: major coincidence that I did not realize yeah, when was. I brought up the comparison.
2: Night at the... Genius. Museum. <laughs> first one Be came honest? out 2006, so The Night at the Museum actually came out after Madagascar.
0: Wow.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen that movie, Night at the Museum.
2: Uh, <laughs> can you leave? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I feel like it's been on, and I was in the room, but I don't think I've ever <laughs> ever like watched it before.
3: I'm like, pretty sure the only time I ever watched it was in Spanish. Was yes, it, it oh. was.
1: We yes, I remember that. I don't. Yeah, I was not watching. <laughs>
3: well i'll Come leave on. i don't think i've ever fully experienced night at me i do
0: know i've seen all three so
1: and't there like teddy Roosevelt in that movie like- yes, yes,
2: played robin. by robin williams who was yeah, amazing exactly. in that role like he fit he looked like him so much and it felt like he fit <laughs> the description he's yes. really good in that also there was a monkey that peed on Ben stiller <laughs> yeah. Still my yes. favorite character um the monkey who is uh, who is wasn't Owen the, the was cowboy Owen Wilson? It was
3: and then there was then the like the mini Roman.
2: Yes. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't Owen Wilson just a cowboy, not a like a specific like person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's
0: where um uh a lot of his uh wow stuff uh, grew. I think wow. that might have been in that movie, I don't know.
4: But
0: yeah, Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller, um Robin Williams.
2: What has and... Ben Stiller done recently? Like, I have not <laughs> heard that name in, like, so long when it comes up in, like, new contexts.
3: All right. Yeah, because, not much. Because you said it, Yeah. 2011's Midnight in Paris holds the record for the highest number of wows in a single Wilson movie, as he <laughs> utters it seven times. Which movie? Well, that's
0: not that high.
3: Well... It's the high midnight in Paris.
0: How l- how long is the movie? What is the concentration of wow oh. per time?
4: Yeah, not, uh... Hmm.
0: All right. Will to your comment. Um I'm looking at Ben Stiller News. It's an and... hour
3: and forty minutes.
0: Oh, so that's pretty good. Um, but Will, I think he's more focusing on uh, directing now rather than acting.
2: Yeah. The most the newest movie I recognize of him came on in twenty seventeen, the Mywood Stories. Uh the page wow. Halloween. He was in Who Be Halloween.
3: Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. In Midnight I mean, no. in Paris, played by he? Tom Hiddleston, F. Scott Fitzgerald.
0: Ooh. That's a real person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston, that's it.
0: Well, both of them are. But that means it's it's not a fiction fictional movie. Well, it could be a little bit. Interesting. What's the what's the premise, Gray?
3: Oh, and I clicked off of it. <laughs> All right, we'll get the IMDB synopsis. While All on right. a trip to Paris with his fiance's family, a nostalgic screenwriter finds himself mysteriously going back to the nineteen twenties every night at midnight.
0: So it is fictional. Yeah. Okay.
3: Now
2: you cannot at a meta score that.
3: of eighty one.
1: Right?
4: Yeah. Nice.
0: <laughs> All right, Effie, do you have an epic fact?
1: I don't, not yet. <laughs> Nothing. If I try to find an epic fact online, I'm going to find like top 100 facts you never knew. And then it's like something really <laughs> stupid.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, if you'd like, you can borrow another one of mine that I have.
1: How do I borrow a fact? Just to spread the knowledge.
0: Just...
2: Kaveen is going to do an
0: impression of you and
2: sound exactly <laughs> like you and make you sound so smart. Go ahead, Kabin, do it.
0: Yeah, how about um, I do some light editing work this time around. <laughs> I, I say it right now and then you just repeat what I said.
1: Shh, that's not editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, no, he's going to cut this part
2: out. Oh, I'll just <laughs> cut out my okay, part. Okay,
1: okay. part. That's,
2: that's the most editing I know. By the all way, right. don't edit this part in post. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't say you're going to edit and then actually edit. Um, all right, so our local area is. Our local
1: area is. Oh,
3: well, all, all at once after I'm
1: done. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs>
3: our... <laughs> in post, we got to make it seem like you just like, thought of it out of nowhere, go like, oh, I know, and then say the. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, all right. So, after get prepped for that, um, maybe take some notes right now.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Okay, um, so as we all know, um, the COVID vaccines are being developed and are pretty close to the final phases of approval. And so, um, areas around the country all are all prepping for um, like receiving the vaccine and then distributing it. So. Um, the big news here is that, um, fortunately the first people, the first group of people to receive the vaccine will be healthcare workers because for obvious reasons. So that's, that's my epic fact, which isn't much, but
1: oh, I actually okay. have something, uh, I mean, it's kind of more of a personal anecdote. Okay. Okay. So should I repeat everything and then say my anecdote?
4: Well,
0: you can't say, well, you got to start fresh now. You got to say, oh, I got something. And then. Oh,
1: I actually. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, actually, that reminds me. Um, uh-huh. I, for those that don't know, I don't know. I'm actually in a long distance relationship and my boyfriend lives in Toronto. So. <laughs> <laughs> so since the like since the, the borders have been closed, like I haven't been able to see him. So it's been like a year since I've been able to see him which really uh-huh. sucks, but I don't know if you guys knew this, but you can actually like Canadians can still fly into the US right now, even while the borders are closed, which like, it's really weird that you can only, you can't drive over, but you can still fly over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's also annoying because at the same time, he he's his parents are very like skeptical of him being able to come and then like he gets stuck here for some reason, even though technically if he's a Canadian citizen, he can go back to Canada with no problem um but that's actually the first that i was looking into like the vaccine coming out soon um was because like he brought it up because i actually haven't really heard a lot about it too much but maybe that's because i live under a rock but he was hoping that with the release of like the vaccine because i think like canada's saying something like even like a month or so or early next year that they'll have access like a vaccine so that's really exciting hopefully like he'll be able to come um Anytime soon because it's been so long.
2: <laughs> but. Yeah, didn't we didn't we make our bets on when the vaccine is going to come out, back?
0: Yes, that's right. In our uh, in our, our group chat, um, I estimated that, and Gray agrees with me that um, like people of our age will probably um, be in consideration for getting the vaccine around May first. So that's that's my guess. Uh, I, I
2: guess April 1st, because it'd be really funny if on <laughs> April 1st, aka April Fool's, Day, they'd like, there's a vaccine, guys, and everyone's just laughing, <laughs> just, you know, having a riot, like, oh, the vaccine's today, and then it's like, oh, wait, no, it is today. Okay. That'd be really
0: funny. That is hilarious how you said that. That was good.
2: Yeah, but like, yeah, it's, it's still a fair guess, right? If yeah. If you like crank it out
1: so then but, how do you guys think that's gonna like impact schools like do you think students will be required to get the vaccine to go mm-hmm. like how yeah. do you think like families are going to react to that for example
2: smart families will be you know <laughs>
1: let's do it yeah let's get the vaccine mm-hmm.
2: not so yeah. smart families are going to be like mm, i don't know <laughs> vaccines
3: yeah,
0: this and is, this and is just is be a very reminder trying
3: time because mm-hmm. some yes. families are gonna okay i guess the people that i think that are like skeptical of just vaccination in general might also be the group of people that are pushing so hard it's like we need to get our children back to school as soon as possible so like <laughs> they can do it if they vaccinate their kids
0: yeah, but then, then with like requiring that, then you get all sorts of other issues too.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but just a reminder that the federal government has promised, although we don't know um, how valuable the promise of a government is, but um, <laughs> they've promised that vaccines will be uh, available for free um, for everyone eventually. Obviously, not at first, but like everyone will get the vaccine for free.
2: Yeah, people are going to pay for early access. Yes, they're going to have to wait for it to go free to play.
0: Yeah, actually, in um, vaccine access news, former presidents Obama, Clinton, and Bush said they would take the vaccine publicly. Um, yeah, and televised.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: I would watch that. But then also, like looking at that, I was like, wait what if this is another tv show like a like a reality tv show with like the former presidents that'd be cool
2: the, the thing about that is not going to really it's not going to really sway the opinion of those who are like anti-vaccine because exactly. they're gonna yeah. be like yes yeah. they're not taking the actual vaccine that's probably <laughs> just pineapple juice okay <laughs> they don't have the microchips in that one
1: yeah that's the thing because i feel like there's a lot of like like I feel like there's been like a new kind of group. Like even some people who are typically okay with a lot of like the essential vaccines. I think there's like a separate group too that are also like maybe okay with vaccines, but not with specifically the COVID nineteen vaccine. Yeah, which like
2: they think it might be rushed or
1: something. Yeah, or like a, there's a lot like with the microchips and like there's been a lot of I think like anti like government sentiment lately, it's especially it's
3: gotten too political yeah.
4: the idea yes. of the vaccine,
0: especially like with the um the whole um, 5G being tied to coronavirus, I feel like that also plays into <laughs> people not want to take the vaccine, too.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I just find that hilarious. Like, the 5G, like, how does those, like, radio waves affect, like, what? I I, I sincerely don't, don't understand how these people, under- like, think this way. They had like, they say they do research, but they do not understand how things like this work. Do they not understand that radio waves have been propagating around the globe since like, what- when did radio come out? Like 1910s, 1920s. It's like, wow. Come on, guys.
0: Gray's usually are our I would person be more... that looks stuff up, but now Effie is uh, Effie's taking the, that role.
3: 1895.
2: <laughs> well, when was it like popular, right?
1: The radio began to be used commercially around 1900
2: okay so i'm a bit i'm a bit ahead but yeah you know it's still like one will We're actually came ahead. up
0: with radio decades before it was actually introduced yeah. <laughs> so but
2: uh i don't know there's no real evidence i i i understand why people would be like like what about this certain thing like how is that affecting us because we all know like we had lead in our gasolines for decades and we all thought that was okay and then it's like oh no, that really like mm-hmm. messes up our heads. So also, so the
0: best. Um, cocaine in soft well, drinks. That was
2: a rampant time. Okay, <laughs> and people were just having fun. Okay, you can't knock them. And you can't knock go it
4: back until you try
0: it. Okay, yeah.
2: just <laughs>
4: trust
0: me. Will actually came up with uh, cocaine and soft drinks decades before that was
4: also
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was some fun, man. <laughs> Yeah, big sodas. Big sodas is the reason why cocaine is illegal. <laughs> They're the ones who uh, funded those, those, uh, those you know things to hunt down Pablo Escobar. You know, he's just, mm. uh, you know, he's a entrepreneur trying to save the world, and they killed him for it because they realized, no, he's gonna take our power away. <laughs>
1: so, whatever. Um, it's, it's the same it as like, uh, oh, what's that? I was gonna say I was the same as like how paper killed like the weed industry all that oh, time. You yeah. know what? Like, because mm-hmm. they started using I don't know yeah. the parts. Yeah, hemp like for paper, and it was like wasn't it like really cheap or something like that? And then the paper industry was like, stop them. <laughs> they yeah, just made because it. Because they already them. have all the,
2: have these trees and like no, all our investments are gonna go. Mm-hmm. We gotta make hemp look bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that fascinates me. Like the power of industries specifically ones that are, like, um, clearly outdated, like fossil fuels and coal and um, natural gas and stuff, like stuff that's actively destroying our planet. Mm -hmm. And, like, they have so much power because, like, for a long time, they were the only way of energy, basically. So they were getting money all that time, and obviously they're still getting a lot of money. And so... They have a lot of power, and there's this thing called lobbying, um, which is um, uh, positive and negative, but uh, probably mostly negative, um, where, like, they can just have so much influence and basically counteract any effort to um, be environmentally friendly and help fight climate change.
2: Before we get too deep into the corruption of our government, can we, can we talk about how, where does the word lobbying come from? How does that make sense? Like, Well, lobbying. I
0: have – currently, I have no factual evidence, but my guess right now would be, like, there's a certain group that has a certain interest, and then they pack into the lobby, per se – the, the term metaf- lobbying appeared
3: okay, in, <laughs> in print in 1820 mm-hmm. describing members of the Senate lobbying members of the House of Representatives to take Ooh. up a piece of legislation they passed.
0: Yeah, so that's politician to politician lobbying, which is not mm-hmm. really what we see right now, though.
1: But
4: here I
3: there's... just changed. Mm-hmm.
1: Apparently, there's a famous story that claims yeah. that the term lobbying originated at the Willard Hotel in D.C. The story states <laughs> that President Ulysses S. Grant used the term to describe the political advocates who frequently frequented the hotels. Oh, no, a pop up just coming. OK,
3: I just <laughs> got a pop up on the same
1: page. <laughs> I know we're on the same website. <laughs> wow, oh,
4: this studio. is
3: very efficient. <laughs> it's uh, just for our viewers, lobbyistforgood.org and not F-O-R. It's the letter, or number four.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Love that.
1: But frequented the hotel's lobby and would then try to buy the president's drinks and attempt to influence his political decisions. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I would have guessed.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But is it true?
1: It's a famous story. Famous stories are always true. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Even if it isn't true, I guess the famous story makes sense enough (laughs) to where, like, at this point, it might as well be the
4: Yes.
0: And also in AP Gov, like you learn about uh, the revolving door, where basically politicians, like once they're done um, in office, then they like go into lobbying. And then, like, because they know how the politics works, right? So then they're really good at lobbying. And basically their influence keeps going around. And it's a, a dangerous cycle.
3: We remember a lot more from AP Gov. An idea.
0: Yeah, well, I I do have an interest in these kind of things. That was a different voice.
2: Uh, you have an interest in gaining bribes, I see. By going <laughs> into the US Senate. Is that where you're so up and up?
0: No, not currently.
2: Not currently, okay. Well, you're you're in the uh, the Senate at your school, right?
0: Yeah, so took- I'm in the undergraduate student government so yeah that's that's my friday meeting that i have are there any
2: uh, lobbyists that come to um, (laughs) your uh, student government and try to like pass
0: (laughs) no it's actually the opposite we i don't think we as long as i've been there i don't think we've had a non um senator or (laughs) uh student leader um, been present to voice their opinions which is sad because it should be a participatory democracy but you know that's fine people don't need to join if they don't want to. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: What is there to talk about <laughs> water's pretty what? good, right? Water's been good lately. Yes, I've been drinking it, it's been tasting good. Haven't I been, think, unfortunately,
3: I don't think I've had water yet today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bad,
0: a little bad.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: great. You know, great. Do you know how much water uh, you should drink a day according to big water?
3: Uh no i don't remember eight gallons a day (laughs) that seems about right am i close
0: i think will you're you're using the wrong g word
2: eight grams a day no
0: no that's
1: like 70 ounces or 80 ounces something like that well traditionally eight glasses
0: yeah traditionally it's eight glasses which is probably wrong but you know well, that's what, that's defines, what the media what pushes.
2: Glass? I said, mean, I can said, take out my glasses and says, have eight <laughs> glasses of water. My glasses says, are pretty small. Said eight, said
3: eight ounce glasses. Eight mm. eight ounce glasses. So
0: 64 ounces. No, 64 88 fluid ounces. ounces of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Just drinking glass. Liquid yes. glass. Nice.
2: Be pretty hot. It'll keep you warm in the winter. Oh, no. That's bad. You ever watch those like like uh, glass blowing videos or like glass blowing videos? It's like I, I just want to eat it. It looks like no. It's, funny. it's like ooh, it looks so like that's more like
0: oh. one time uh <laughs> on vacation in Mexico, we saw there's like a market or something and there was this guy blowing glass and it was pretty cool to watch. And that's all to that story.
2: that was a really short story yeah Uh, (laughs) I have a question are we going to do any debates today
0: Ooh, Effie are you interested in doing a a quick debate style discussion
2: and it's not it's not like it's not like serious
0: topic it's you know just fun things
1: sure I can debate sometimes
0: all right cool gray do you want to pull up a topic as yeah. you so regularly have Yes. Yeah. all right cool
1: took debate freshman year
2: yeah i feel like mm-hmm. effie's gonna be good at debating
4: oh
0: all right so we'll have effie face off against will our oh. uh, our, our resident <laughs> debate champ
1: yeah. I mean, I Let's see how. Fast I don't know. I, can I feel like I'm gonna I to going. Oh,
2: I don't. No, no, no. You have no sources.
1: No sources. So yeah, Just no like yes, okay. That's our rule. BS, as in like make stuff up, or just like use common sense and logic to win. Both. Both. <laughs> I mean, Wait. So both. make stuff up too?
0: Yeah. You gotta like you form to. your own <laughs> argument. No,
1: like, but you like, don't like, have to like
2: completely lie. You can like say like non-truths. It's like, well, it's like, I mean, it's sort of like,
1: what? What do you mean? I say like 99% of people are blonde.
0: No, you
4: can't say
2: that. (laughs) I mean, this is like obviously wrong, but you could say like, you (laughs) know. No
1: one here is blonde. (laughs) Gray has light hair, but it's like, Uh, Yeah, it's, it's.
2: it's Some people have
1: like brown hair, like I'm blonde. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. I would say
2: gray (laughs) has light brown hair. Yeah, that seems about right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't pay too much attention
4: to this.
3: (laughs) I'm trying to find good ones that aren't just like would-you-rathers. Yeah.
2: And Effie, because you are the guest, I will let you choose which side you want. I will take the other side, even if I disagree with it. And I'll tell you my actual pin at the end, but like... Mm -hmm. Don't, uh each of us gets one or two minutes at the start, right?
3: Two minutes uninterrupted. Two minutes uninterrupted.
1: Oh no, I don't know if I can talk for two <laughs> minutes straight. You, you
2: can you to, can yeah, you can you can yield uh, your time
4: yield back?
1: And then that we does get like switch a counter, you at a disadvantage.
2: Right? Yeah, you get a counter.
0: Okay. Which yielding back is like very interesting to me, because like I've mostly only seen it in like u.s senate hearings and stuff and uh i i kind of like watching those especially when it's like they're they're like grilling the witness which is fun (laughs) um and then like um and then they like don't answer the question (laughs) which is frustrating for everyone involved i'm sure um so yeah
2: i mean it's sort of fun to not answer the question though it's like you ask the question, you just go on a, off on a tangent. Oh, it's like it's so rewarding. <laughs> when yeah, you see everyone yeah. else, it's like, what are they talking about?
0: And then it's it's like a mix of like the witness should be able to talk because like they were called in and they are like there to talk about what they know. And then it's also like the senator like actually has a position and um like they obviously have limited time
1: yeah i think actually freshman year was when i was in the debate class we actually did like a field trip where we went to i think we went yeah we went to east and then like Mm. both of our schools just kind of like did our different like debate topics or whatever and i remember that i had to do this one debate that the person who wrote like the i guess the speech or whatever she was not in the room because she was assigned to a different room so I I read her thing out loud even though I did not know what I was talking about. And then I had to do questioning. Oh. I had to do questioning. And I'm just I don't know if these people remember that this is not my speech. I'm like why are you grilling me right now when I don't even know what I'm talking about? What was
2: do you know do you remember the topic? Yeah,
1: it was um it was a sensitive topic. So it wasn't hard it wasn't like too hard. It was about um sexual assault, but I don't remember exactly. Uh. I think it was about like um Prison sentences or something like that. It was something about the punishment. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't something that like I didn't know about, but people were definitely asking me about very specific, like, minute differences that I was not fully educated on. <laughs> Oof. But like, I also just repeated a lot that was in the speech. I'm like, were you guys <laughs> listening? And when you're asking these <laughs> questions, because you're asking me something that I can read the sentence back and give you the answer.
0: Exactly. I think um, in my first semester. Uh, I was in a health class and we had a debate and it was about like drug testing and stuff in schools. And I, I had one point written down that the Supreme Court ruled that it was constitutional. And so the other side would like keep saying about like the Fourth Amendment and stuff and, and then I would just keep saying that. And it's so cool, Effie, like you just said, you can just repeat the same thing and it mm-hmm. invalidates their point.
1: I think when I tried, I like didn't do debate like team, but I went to like the first kind of practice meeting to see what it was like. And I believe the topic was something about like arm like nuclear arms. And I remember the enemy the enemy, (laughs) the other side.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, they are your enemy, Effie. Oh my. That's a good attitude.
0: That's loaded. (laughs) That's what they taught you in debate.
1: I think that was just like the video game part of me that just Ville was like the enemy, the other side. <laughs>
4: they are the enemy.
1: I just remember they kept saying that, like, if you build up like arms, it's not going to threaten other countries and it's not going to, like, scare them and cause them to build up arms. And I was just like, the the cold, the Cold War. Yeah, exactly. And they're <laughs> like, they're like, it's fine. Everyone should be able to build up a ton of weapons and it shouldn't impact everyone else. I'm like the Cold War. The cold, the cold. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't remember. Like, you should have seen just the specifics of what they were saying that literally specifically contradicted history. I was just like, I don't know what else to say except for history. That proves this. Uh. All
3: right. Yeah, That's great. I it guess. looks like Gray has a
0: topic.
4: Good job.
3: All right. First one up is Do we need the Olympics? Mm-hmm.
1: Gosh, I never, ever watched the Olympics, (laughs) ever.
2: (laughs) Then that might inform your opinion.
1: Okay, I guess I'll go con side for a form. Yeah, I guess I'll do con. Two minutes uninterrupted. Two minutes? Yeah. First of all, (laughs) we definitely do not need the Olympics, considering how expensive it is. High cost, low gain. If you think about it, I'm sure that there are millions of dollars, probably more than that. (laughs) I can't pull up facts here, but I know that hosting a giant thing and like how long it takes them to prepare, and even just hosting any event in general, even something like small scale football games, those cost a lot of money, like staff wise and and just everything and just organizing like the trips and everything. And I. I don't believe that that entertainment and competition and pitting countries against each other is a good use of the money that's put towards these events. Um, uh, I also believe that that I don't think it's necessary that like I don't think it does anything for countries' morale, especially when if certain countries are always reigning victor or always like certain countries are always reigning like losers i just don't think that um it's beneficial for the entire world as a whole because it only benefits a few elitists we don't like elitists right (laughs) um also i have never watched the olympics ever in my life and i don't think that i'm missing out um, I think we can just focus on our own national sports and don't have to mess with international sports, considering we already have enough. and I mean, there's already been a lot. I'm sure there's been a lot of like conflicts lately, especially with the Olympics. And I just don't see any real gain coming out of them. Um,
3: that is your two minutes. Got- All
0: right. Um, first, before Will goes, I'd like to say one thing. Um, yeah. This is actually a really good question, and I see strong arguments for both sides. So I look forward to hearing
3: well. Oh, well, I just, I could see your face, like, (laughs) starting to, like, get into the groove of a person. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, you You got two minutes uninterrupted.
2: 1936, heart of Nazi Germany. You say we should not have countries competing against each other, but let me be clear. And I think either the 100 meter or mile long, whatever, it was a running Olympic trial. Jesse Owens from America, a black man, came in first. He beat out the Aryan German that Hitler was so proud of. He stuck it to him. Without the Olympics, that wouldn't happen. Are you saying we should not have the Olympics and we shouldn't stick it to Nazi Germany? Effie is this what's going on is this what's going on okay besides that the money part let me be clear the olympics brings in so much money countries want to host the olympics because how many tourists come how many stadiums you can like you can your economy just gets a boost okay olympics just just great good stuff okay brazil they liked the olympics in like 2016 was it okay and we should have had it this year in tokyo because the the logo was just so perfect oh my god it was like it was like a match made in heaven and i'm so mad that they were you know just skipped it just because the logo is so good okay uh what else can we talk about um the olympics can make people patriotic and, and proud of their country because let's say like michael phelps okay He's really good at swimming. He's from America. How many gold medals does he have from the Olympics? I don't know, but he's good. And I'm patriotic for that fact. Um, let's see what else. What else. What else. Let's see. Um, no, uh, those are the main parts. I just don't know why my opponent is trying to defend Nazi Germany. That's. I yield my time. <laughs>
1: Wait, great. I don't hear anything great, from your meeting. end. <laughs> you you got to to respond. Okay, first of all, there are lots of more aggressive and head-front ways we can attack Nazi Germany, except for little athletes running around. What if he lost? You wanna lose to Nazi Germany and give him more power, more nationalism, more patriotism because they beat us? Like that is too much to put on the line of sports. Second of all, sports does not solve our problems. Like what? Like if we wanna, if we have a problem with the country, we're not just gonna go send a runner to go beat them, okay? Second of all, like what about the countries that don't get to host? You're saying all these things about, oh, when Brazil gets to host. What about the countries, that other countries that it like how are you going to decide that oh some like impoverished countries in africa need to host the olympics so they can get money okay you know it brings up more conflict between other countries between oh they got to host it or what about tokyo are they going to host it again at tokyo and, and is the next country going to lose their spot bring them more. i don't know what the deal is with that but see it brings up more conflict especially when you put such high stakes on something like all the conflict that is coming in for all this revenue And even though it brings nationalism, what it also does is bring more dissent and hatred towards other countries. You know, if Canada beats us at something that we've always held, then we're gonna hate Canada. And we don't want countries to hate each other more. We wanna make a more unified world where we all work together, especially with globalization and how we're more intertwined than ever. And we want the countries to uh, like each other and be friends with each other.
3: (laughs) All right, time is up. So
2: let me get back to that Canada point there. Are you saying you like Canada? (laughs) <laughs> are you saying you don't hate Canada? because I, pre- I just find that disgraceful. <laughs> Secondly, we you say we shouldn't put like our our you know our country's identity on the line when we're going against Nazi Germany. Are you saying you are not confident in our country to beat Nazi Germany? Hmm? Hmm? Are you one of those people who are like, no, we shouldn't fight Nazi Germany. <laughs> They're just killing Europeans. We shouldn't care. We shouldn't care. Who knows we might not beat them. It's not worth it. We shouldn't send people out there. They're going to die. They're going to get hurt. Okay. And, and about the, okay. Countries are going to be like, no, we don't get the Olympics. The other countries can live. That's like charity. Okay. No. Why'd you give a thousand dollars to that homeless person? I want an Xbox. What the heck, man? Okay. No. The Olympics is all around just a good thing. Yes. It creates hate and divide be- between countries. That type of hate and divide is better than, you know, it coming from a genocide or something like that. So I I don't know why you keep on trying to defend Nazi Germany when they genocide people. But the Olympics, oh, that's too far. That is too far. That is too much hate and divide. I yield my time.
3: (laughs) I think we can leave it at that.
1: (laughs) Is that it or do I respond back?
0: oh you can if you want to but keep Uh, it short I don't really
3: care
2: Uh, (laughs) I don't know what you're I mean you're
1: calling me a nazi I can can share my
2: I can share my actual opinion with you if you want Uh, sure I don't care about the olympics (laughs) I'm just trying to find one foot that I can like step on and just like
1: by calling me a nazi yeah Yeah,
2: that's how you win that You yeah, that's extrapolate what, what someone's trying to say and turn it into a huge monstrous thing. There's nothing wrong with saying the Olympics are bad. I agree with you. If I have a chance yeah. to call you a Nazi, I'm gonna. Okay, that's just what's gonna happen.
3: And if um, we're curious, it has been shown that Brazil did not benefit at all from the no they
2: did not yeah
0: Mm
3: -mm. wow no they did not
2: and Uh, they also a lot of you know a lot of jobs were created but it like it did not help the country yeah because
3: they were already in a deep recession yeah
0: also i looked it up senegal will be the first african country to host an olympic event and it's the youth olympics in 2022
1: how do we even pick which countries host yeah
0: there's like a there's like a committee
2: yeah. Who's on the committee?
0: I don't know, countries.
1: This seems pretty <laughs> bogus to me. I don't know, guys.
0: Yeah. Hey, well, this is the first African country. I mean, that's that's pretty shocking to me.
1: That it's never been in an African country before. Yeah, that's And it's the Youth Olympics. <laughs> I don't know where all the all the previous. I wonder.
0: Let's see. Oh, it says Botswana, Nigeria, and Tunisia with the other bidders.
2: Tunisia The only thing I know about Tunisia is that the uh, Tatooine parts of Star Wars were filmed there. That's all (laughs) I know.
0: Thank you, Will. That was good.
2: Oh, also it was a hotspot in World War II and in in the African (laughs) campaign, but it's whatever. That's that's something that World War II doesn't talk about enough, you know, Africa.
0: We're actually a little bit um, over time here.
2: Over time, no. we're not allowed to upload a certain amount of time, or is it just like you know, us just saying we're? Well, we, we got to
0: be consistent we gotta with be our consistent. content here. Um, okay. so <laughs> Effie, as our guest, you get first dibs on any last things that you want to say,
3: anything you want to plug?
1: <laughs> plug. <laughs> 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 Someone else plug first so I can see what you're going to say at the end.
2: Uh, Drink water, guys. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Like
2: a plug. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, great. Drink some water. Man.
2: Yeah, I'll go drink.
0: <laughs> I'll go
2: drink also, 64 ounces after
0: this. That was a targeted plug.
2: Drink eggnog. <laughs> okay, eggnog is the season's, season's drink. And I need to drink more eggnog. I don't have eggnog in my house and I'm pretty upset, but Next time we go to the grocery store, picking up eggnog. so, yeah. Anything you want to plug, Effie?
1: <laughs> um, just be safe, especially, like, there's going to be a lot going on these holidays, you know. Um, it's not the same as last year's holidays, so just be conscious of that and just be aware of the, the pandemic <laughs> when you're making your decisions this holiday season. Yeah.
0: Effie, I completely agree with you, um, but I will say that most of our audience, 53% of our audience is 22 years or older, (laughs) which is pretty shocking to me. Um, And also uh, 83% of our audience is in the US. So just some quick stats for you. All right, and so so my plug is that recently I tried um, the traditionally northeastern um, style um, where you have apple pie and then you eat it with cheddar cheese. It sounds it sounds very strange, but I I did try it and it was not bad at all. In fact, I think it was slightly good. so. If you have the chance, I know it's kind of past pie time, but, um, you know, if you can, I would say try it. Um, if you don't like it, that's fine. Um, yeah. All right. Gray, your turn.
3: Uh, I think it's just fitting to say, as it was brought up during the debate, don't be a Nazi. <laughs> that's, a, that's some good life advice.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Gray. And we'll close with that. Um, This has been Epic Facts. Um, Thank you, as always, to Will and Gray and our special guest, Effie.
4: Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll see you next time.